0: hi everyone this is denise welcome to psalmscast the lord desires to speak into your life situation and circumstances from five chapters of the book of psalms this amazing book of the bible is located smack dab in the middle of the bible this time of year can be so challenging in a lot of different ways and god is inviting you into his warm healing presence can you even believe it is the 16th of december already This week has been flying by as I will be out of pocket for about 48 hours and have been riding the struggle bus to make sure all the podcasts for that period are ready to be launched. Oh, and what amazing messages the Lord has planned during this time. In the event that this is your first visit to this daily reading of the Psalms, I welcome you. Psalm 16 will be our first chapter today as it matches the day of the month. Then we move on through Psalm 46, Psalm 76, Psalm 106, and we finish up with Psalm 136. Our source Bible for this entire week is the message, which is a decidedly different type of Bible in that it is written in contemporary speak in a paraphrase format. So let's begin this daily journey with a brief prayer. Lord God, as we come here into your presence we ask that you would post angels around each one of us to deflect chaos and distraction allow us to soak in these living truths because we desperately need your wisdom your mercy and your grace to illuminate the path that you desire for each one of us to walk today psalm 16 Keep me safe, O God. I've run for dear life to you. I say to God, be my Lord. Without you, nothing makes sense. In these God-chosen lives all around, what splendid friends they make. Don't go shopping for a God. Gods are not for sale. I swear I'll never treat God names like brand names. My choice is you, God, first and only. And now i find i'm your choice you set me up with the house and yard and then you made me your heir the wise counsel god gives when i'm awake is confirmed by my sleeping heart day and night i'll stick with god i've got a good thing going and i'm not letting go i'm happy from the inside out and from the outside in i'm firmly formed You've canceled my ticket to hell. That's not my destination. Now you've got my feet on the life path, all radiant from the shining of your face. Ever since you took my hand, I'm on the right way. Psalm 46 God is a safe place to hide, ready to help when we need him. We stand fearless at the cliff edge of doom. Courageous in sea storm and earthquake. Before the rush and roar of oceans. The tremor that shifts mountains. Jacob wrestling God fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. River fountains splash joy. Cooling God's city. This sacred haunt of the Most High. God lives here. The streets are safe. God at your service from crack of dawn. Godless nations rant and rave. Kings and kingdoms threaten, but earth does anything he says. Jacob wrestling God fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. Attention all. See the marvels of God. He plants flowers and trees all over the earth. Bans war from pole to pole. Breaks all the weapons across his knee. Step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God. Above politics, above everything. Jacob, wrestling God, fights for us. God of angel armies protects us. Psalm 76 God is well known in Judah. In Israel, he's a household name. He keeps a house in Salem, his own suite of rooms in Zion. That's where, using arrows for kindling, he made a bonfire of weapons of war. Oh, how bright you shine, outshining their huge piles of loot. The warriors were plundered and left there impotent, and now there's nothing to them, nothing to show for their swagger and threats. Your sudden roar, God of Jacob, knock the wind out of the horse and rider. Fierce you are and fearsome. Who can stand up to your rising anger? From heaven you thunder judgment. Earth falls to her knees and holds her breath. God stands tall and makes things right. He saves all the wretched on earth. Instead of smoldering rage, God prays. All that sputtering rage, Now a garland for God. Do for God what you said you'd do. He is, after all, your God. Let everyone in town bring offerings to the one who watches our every move. No one gets by with anything. No one plays fast and loose with him. Psalm 106. Hallelujah. Thank God. And why? Because he's good, because his love lasts. But who on earth can do it? Declaim God's mighty acts. Broadcast all his praises. You're one happy man when you do what's right. One happy woman when you form the habit of justice. Remember me, God, when you enjoy your people. Include me when you save them. I want to see your chosen succeed. Celebrate with your celebrating nation. Join the hallelujahs of your pride and joy. We've sinned a lot, both we and our parents. We've fallen short, hurt a lot of people. After our parents left Egypt, they took your wonders for granted, forgot your great and wonderful love. They were barely beyond the Red Sea when they defied the high God, the very place he saved them, the place he revealed his amazing power. He rebuked the Red Sea, so that it dried up on the spot. He paraded them right through. No one so much as got wet feet. He saved them from a life of oppression, pried them loose from the grip of the enemy. When the waters flowed back on their oppressors, there wasn't a single survivor. Then they believed his words were true and broke out in songs of praise. But it wasn't long before they forgot the whole thing, wouldn't wait to be told what to do. They only cared about pleasing themselves in that desert, provoked God with their insistent demands. He gave them exactly what they asked for, but along with it, they got an empty heart. One day in camp, some grew jealous of Moses, also of Aaron, holy priest of God. The ground opened and swallowed Dathan, then buried Ibrahim's gang. Fire flared against that rebel crew and torched them to a cinder. They cast in metal a bull calf at Horeb and worshiped the statue they'd made. They traded the glory for a cheap piece of sculpture, a grass eating bull. They forgot God, their very own Savior, who turned things around in Egypt who created a world of wonders in the land of Ham, who gave that stunning performance at the Red Sea. Fed up, God decided to get rid of them. And except for Moses his chosen, he would have. But Moses stood in the gap and deflected God's anger, prevented it from destroying them utterly. They went on to reject the blessed land, didn't believe a word of what God promised. They found fault with the life they had and turned a deaf ear to God's voice. Exasperated, God swore that he'd lay them low in the desert, scattering their children here and there, stirring them all over the earth. Then they linked up with Baal Peor, attending funeral banquets and eating idle food. That made God so angry that a plague spread through their ranks. Phineas stood up and pled their case, and the plague was stopped this was counted to his credit his descendants will never forget it they angered god again at mirabath springs this time moses got mixed up in their evil because they defied god yet again moses exploded and lost his temper they didn't wipe out those godless cultures as ordered by god instead they intermarried with the heathen and in time became just like them. They worshipped their idols, were caught in the trap of idols. They sacrificed their sons and daughters at the altars of demon gods. They slit the throats of their babies, murdered their infant girls and boys. They offered their babies to Canaan gods. The blood of their babies stained the land. Their way of life reeked. They lived like prostitutes and God was furious. A wild fire anger. He couldn't stand even to look at his people. He turned them over to the heathen so that the people who hated them ruled them. Their enemies made life hard for them. They were tyrannized under that rule. Over and over, God rescued them, but they never learned until finally their sins destroyed them. Still, When God saw the trouble they were in and heard their cries for help, he remembered his covenant with them. And immersed with love, took them by the hand. He poured out his mercy on them while their captors looked on, amazed. Save us, God, our God. Gather us back out of exile so we can give thanks to your holy name and join in the glory when you are praised. Blessed be God, Israel's God, bless now, bless always. Oh, let everyone say amen. Hallelujah. And the final chapter for today is Psalm 136. Thank God, he deserves your thanks. His love never quits. Thank the God of all gods, his love never quits. Thank the Lord of all lords, His love never quits. Thank the miracle-working God. His love never quits. The God whose skill formed the cosmos. His love never quits. The God who laid earth on ocean foundations. His love never quits. The God who filled the skies with light. His love never quits. The sun to watch over the day. His love never quits moon and stars as guardians of the night his love never quits the god who struck down the egyptian firstborn his love never quits and rescued israel from egypt's oppression his love never quits took israel in hand with his powerful hand his love never quits split the red sea right in half his love never quits led israel right through the middle his love never quits Dumped Pharaoh and his army in the sea, his love never quits. The God who marched his people through the desert, his love never quits. Smashed huge kingdoms right and left, his love never quits. Struck down the famous kings, his love never quits. Struck Sion the Amorite king, his love never quits. Struck Og the Bashanite king, his love never quits. distributed their land as booty his love never quits handed the land over to Israel his love never quits God remembered us when we were down his love never quits rescued us from the trampling boot his love never quits takes care of everyone in time of need his love never quits thank God who did it all his love never quits most of us have been raised in the mentality of if it is meant to be it is up to me we have had to work hard to get where we are at at this point in our life perhaps you have been blessed with supportive and encouraging relatives and friends as you were growing up and you were able to learn a lot of wisdom and life skills through them but there are many many who are birthed into the world into dysfunctional homes And every single day was a struggle to just get by. And then you stepped into the big wide world and it quickly became apparent that you were not prepared. And quickly the shackles of this evil world had you in its grips. Shackles could be anything that holds you captive and does not allow you or will not allow you to change direction. Some examples are getting into dangerous relationships Sadly, the sex and slave trade is very active and thriving here in the United States of America. Perhaps you are one who was enticed when they promised you a future. Another example is debt, especially quick credit, such as the credit cards, which make it getting all that stuff and all those experiences that you long for right now so easy. And then you are buried under the ever-increasing pressures of creditors calling for their monthly payment when you do not have enough coming in to pay even the minimum payments and have enough left over for basic food, shelter, and transportation. There are many other shackles that the wicked evil one known as Satan or the devil desires to slap on you and separates you from the only one, the only one who can save you. And that is Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Today we have heard that the Lord does not abandon us to ourselves. We can have confidence that the Lord will take care of those who belong to him. We have heard testimony that God is the refuge for his beloved. He provides us with a safe haven. We need to quit thinking that that safe haven might be a building or a place because many who are being persecuted today are in hard places. But they know that God is protecting them, even in their desperate situation. Friends, we are able to endure anything when God is the one whose hands our life is in. That is the strong refuge, knowing that God is there with us. God is also always victorious. Yes, this can lead us to question him. Why are we not experiencing these victories in our circumstances? And I think it is prudent to point out that God is not like a mythical genie in a lamp that you rub on and boom, you get three wishes that all come true. We often have to take stock of our life, our choices and the decisions we made and where we are. Have I sinned? Do I need to repent? Getting real with God is the first step. And then again, we need to remember that god's victories often take time and the journey did you know that abraham lived his whole life without seeing god's promised victory of the promised land yes that's in the book of genesis it's the first book in the bible abraham was promised so much by god and often the promises were what we think in human language as delayed Delayed so long that Abraham's wife decided he had heard God wrong and she needed to help God out. Yeah, that plan did not work out well for her or Abraham. God's timing is always best and God's plan is always best. What can we learn from Psalm 106? Often you and I, we are total failures and we are in good company when we consider the testimonies here in God's word yes even in the book of Psalms chapter 106 outlines all the ways that those who had seen so many of God's amazing miracles and his amazing provision screwed up God really got steamed at their rebellion and wicked ways and yeah they had to pay the price Most of those who left Egypt, they never saw the promised land. They never set foot in the promised land because they refused to follow God's ways. God gave them everything and still they went off and did the very things that God said no to. Man, are we stupid or kind of dense? Yet God made a way for us, you and I, to be set free of the stupidity and the sin and the enslavement to wickedness in the form of a baby sent into the world to walk it out for us in total obedience and not sinning from birth in the manger to death on the cross. And Jesus did all of that for us, for you and for me. And he even provided, he provides us with the Holy Spirit to teach us how to walk and to dance a new way, a God pleasing way. And how many times did you hear today the phrase His love never quits. Whose love? God, the only true living God. 26 times. I hope that you will be able to rest in that throughout this day and throughout all of this month. Maranatha. Daddy God, thank you for all that you pour into our life. We especially thank you for your living word that continues to give us strength for this day In this place and all that is before us, this time of year is supposed to be about celebrating family and faith, but it so often gets lost in the commercialism and the wants, needs, greed of the season. Only you, Lord God, can provide our heart's desires and help us to put away our crazy wish lists and to be happy and content with what you have placed here before us. If we have extra, remind us and place before us those who might be able to use that coat, those shoes that are gathering dust in our closets or our boxes. Perhaps give us the courage to place small gifts on the porch of lonely neighbors or friends. But most of all, Lord, help us to focus our eyes on pleasing you, the Lord God, the giver of life and the one who sustains us. Come, Holy Spirit. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being here today. How are you doing? Is it a good time of year for you? Or are you struggling? I hope that you are having a wonderful, terrific type of day. But in the event that you are not, the Lord, he wants you to know something. And that is these truths. You are not alone. The Lord, he sees you. God is hearing your cries to him. The ones you speak with your mouth. The ones you mumble under your breath. The ones that you just are thinking in your head. Daddy God, he wants you to know you are precious. Not just precious, precious, but you are precious to him. It was he who created you. He has a vested interest in your life. And he has been present for every minute of your life. You matter. You personally matter so much. God sent his only son, Jesus, into this world to offer you a life worth living. Yes, Jesus took on all of the failures, all of that sin on himself, and he died for you. Seriously, who else would be willing to take your place, to take your punishment, thus wiping your record totally clean, totally pure, and giving you a new life? That life, it has meaning. The life you are living has meaning. God created you for a purpose. And yes, God has a plan for you. PsalmsCast was created to encourage you. To encourage you to accept the invitation, this personal invitation that the Lord God, the Eternal One, extends to you. And that invitation is for a true relationship, a deep abiding relationship with the only true god who desires you to be with him for all of eternity which is a very long time indeed so yeah if you are struggling and the lord is nudging you to ask for help to ask for prayer just do it you are invited to call to text or to email we are going to pray for you because that's what we do and it doesn't have to be complicated what you ask for does not have to be detailed. Simple works. Your name and your need for prayer. We don't have to tell Daddy God what the problem is because he already knows exactly what went down and what's happening and what's, what is at stake. And better, he has the solution. So my big ask, my prayer request is that the Lord will definitively help me figure out what's going on with my vision and which path I am supposed to take. The PsalmsCast contact methods are as follows. To call, to text, or while using WhatsApp, the number is one four seven zero two four zero one five zero nine. 240 1509 The email is psalmscast at gmail.com. PsalmsCast also has a Facebook page where you can interact with others. You can like, you can follow, you can ask questions, and yes, you can share the podcast episodes. If you like the podcast, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a day. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. Have a blessed day and God bless. See you tomorrow.